welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome to another week. Yes, welcome to Romance and Color. Yes, your destination for real inclusive love. And we are your hosts, Tati and Yakini. Sometimes we don't do that. We just assume y'all know who it is. So let's introduce ourselves once Yes, again. that's right. We should. Sometimes we might have new readers. I'm Yakini yeah. and I'm a psychologist and I live in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm Tatiana and I am a romance writer and I'm in Atlanta. So yeah, you guys, thank you all for coming back this week. Thank you all for joining us for the first time if this is your first time here. But um, we uh, cover a lot of awesome topics. And um, before we get into that, Yakini, how was your weekend? What did you do? Anything exciting? Yeah, yeah. So the weekend was really good. Um, We had a very nice warm weekend here in New York City. So Mm. I just chilled. You know, you guys know or may not know that I'm... I have a boyfriend of uh, a year and some change. So it was kind of new dating, you know, new (laughs) single and dating. (laughs) So he is divorced with two children and I have two children. So we see each other every other weekend because, Mm -hmm. you know, the alternate weekends, you know, I'm of course the custodial parent for mine and he has his children a few days a week. So we get to spend Mm -hmm. every other weekend together. So we had a wonderful weekend. It was our weekend, me and Pete's weekend. And Mm. we, um, had a nice time. I, we, we stayed over by him. They have, you know, Pete's a very religious man. I think I've talked about that on here. So mm-hmm. he always attends church virtually. But this particular weekend, they have started to reopen. So mm-hmm. he invited me to his church and I decided to go. And that was nice. That was a mm-hmm. nice experience. So mm-hmm. I don't nice. know that I'll go every weekend, but I wanted to support <laughs> him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he respects that. But it was a it was a really nice time, and we went to brunch afterward and stuff like that. Oh, nice! So that was, that nice. was very nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. How was your weekend? Nice. It was pretty good. I just I was doing a lot of home stuff, getting my house together for the holidays because I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. Mercy. Um, I know, right? So <laughs> hosting Thanksgiving. Oh, so I'm trying to get my house together, yeah. and on top of that, I had to get a new washing. I had to order a new washing machine. I had to. Um, it's not here yet, but okay. You know. I know then, you guys yeah. were doing some work and renovations mm-hmm. and stuff. How's that going? Mm-hmm. Since you're gonna have um, pretty much we're done with the first phase. Um, nice. the second phase will probably happen next spring or so. So we're giving That's ourselves good. like a little six month break. Well, it'll be we... nice for people to be able to see and enjoy that for people who haven't been yeah. in a while. So yeah, so we're doing that's... that, and you know that that's about it. You know, I have it's over. And so, you know, that'll that'll be nice. So hopefully, you know, you know, they enjoy it or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to get certain small things together for the house. Not big, a lot of big stuff, just no small things. Yeah, of course. When you're hosting and stuff, you just got to take care of a few things. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You and And Jay will be splitting the cooking or people going to bring dishes? Of course. No, no, we're we're just going to split the cooking. Um, Again, like I said, my sister-in-law just had a baby. Oh, so I don't want to put her out or anything like that. Plus, we enjoy yeah. doing it. I mean, we, I know y'all too. It's, mm-hmm. it's relaxing for us. And it's not going to be like a ton of people over. So, um, oh, good. Nice and intimate. You know, it's, just, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not going gonna, gonna to be like a 12, 12, 13, 14 people. You know, it's like okay. six people. Oh, you know, okay. so it's, it's not nice. going to be it's not going to be that many people. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be nice. I, I hope I, I hope it. I hope uh, people eat it, eat my food. So, oh, I'm sure. I know <laughs> eat, they my, will. eat my cooking, yeah. eat my food. They'll so, enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, y'all. So last week we had a lot of stuff going on. We had an interview with Georgina Kirsten. I hope you all enjoyed that interview with her talking about intersectionality and romance and stuff like that. And she was such a wonderful, um, well, they were such a wonderful um, person to have on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I hope you all picked up their book, uh, Fall Into You. Um, which is getting a lot of buzz, actually. So I hope you all pick that up. Um, in our hot topics last week, we talked about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Um, still going strong. Kenya Moore and her divorce from Mark. Um, Cal yeah. Penn coming out. And Sydney Starr and Darius McCrary uh, saying that they're not dating, dating, whatever the heck it was. <laughs> Right. Not dating really, but right, right. The controversy surrounding a city star as a trans woman and him having a fiance and so on and so forth. Uh huh. And in reading romance, I talked about Gigolo All the Way by J.N. Welsh. I actually I finished it a while ago, but I loved it. It was so enjoyable. Um, and then for listening romance, I talked about Unwrapped Romance with Naima Simone and Lacey Baker. Uh to Again, romance powerhouses who are coming together to have a limited run uh, holiday edition podcast. They talk about all the movies that we love that we talk about here on this podcast. Too. Okay, but yeah, they're talking about lots of lots of Christmas movies and books and stuff. So they have a lot of their author friends on to talk about stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And watching romance, we talked about Insecure Twenties, Christmas in Harmony with Luke James and Ashley Murray. Um, we talked about Love Hard um, that came out Netflix right. that week and Christmas Treasure with Jordan Sparks and Michael mm-hmm. Xavier. So we'll give a little rundown on that and, and when I watch your romance recap. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Christmas Treasure. But Love Hard, I, I got some I got some words for Netflix with that one. <laughs> I got some words for Netflix uh, with that. Well, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so, Yakini, what's what's hot in the hot topics in romance this week? So there's a couple things going on. So you you touched on the Darius McCreary situation that happened mm-hmm. um, a few weeks back with Sydney Starr. We did mm-hmm. discuss that last week. And at the time that that news broke, you know, meaning that they kind of had the photo shoot on Sydney's page. She posted it. Folks were kind of confused. Are y'all dating? What's all going on? You know, Darius quickly denied it. Um, And in fact, he said, you know, in fact, you know, I have a fiance and she'll be very offended, you know, that you guys are even saying this and blah, 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 which obviously would be the case. Sure. You know, it was just such an intimate photo shoot. People, people didn't know. So they asked. Um, Mm -hmm. So he kind of remained a little bit secretive and vague about this fiance. Um, So as you guys know, his fiance, if they were to get married, this would actually be his fourth marriage. Really? Yeah, Darius has been married to a woman named Juliet Van. He was married to Tammy Bronner, and he was most notably married to Corinne Steffens. Right. And those those three marriages all ended in divorce. There was speculation mm-hmm. of domestic violence, alleged domestic violence. So not a really mm. good track record. Maybe fourth time is a charm. But it was interesting because it did come out who his fiance is. And mm-hmm. his fiance is a woman named Tanya Hijazi. I think I'm saying it right. It might be Hijazi. So mm-hmm. Darius is 45 years old, a few years older than us. 
Tanya mm-hmm. is actually 47, so she's two mm-hmm. years his senior. But what's interesting about Tanya Hijazi, the name may be familiar to a few of you. It was not familiar to me, but it may be familiar to a few of you because she's actually the ex-wife of the late, great Rick James. What? The singer. Mm-hmm. Now, what? Rick James, what makes this a little bit seedy is that Rick James was Darius's godfather. <gasps> so he has been in Darius's life since he was a young boy. I oh guess he God. was with the parents or whatever. They named him the godfather. And so, you know, obviously Rick James has been passed away for some time now. And so I don't know how and why and the circumstances, but Darius mm. is engaged to Rick James' ex-wife, Tanya. And what I do know about this relationship is I remember as a little girl, because when Rick James was hot, me, we were young girls, right? This was like yeah, the do a little. So, but mm. all I know is I remember that story now of how Rick James and his girlfriend slash wife at the time, they basically had this woman locked up in a hotel room. And yep, they like beat her. Yep. Do you remember that story? Yes, I remember, I remember my parents that. were talking yes. about it. So they yes, basically, Rick girl. James and his girlfriend assaulted and beat this woman. They kidnapped her. Kidnapped mm-hmm. her, tied her up. I think they were dripping candle wax and they were beating her and assaulted mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they actually, and the girlfriend at the time pled guilty this was in 1993. So she pled guilty in the hotel assault and beating and rape of the woman alongside Rick James. She mm. did, I think, a year or two of jail time. I don't know if Rick James was able to get off or if he did jail time. But that was Tanya. That was Tanya oh. Hijazi. I know. I was oh. like, oh, snap, Darius, snap. Oh so, yeah, God. he was with the woman who was next to Rick James doing all that stuff in a hotel. I, she was a young girl then. She was, like, in her 20s. She was, I think, 23 when it happened. And Rick there James. There was drugs involved. There was like drugs that. involved. There was drug paraphernalia found and stuff. It was just a whole mess and stuff mm. like that. And and she pled guilty. It wasn't even a thing where she tried to deny it. I don't know what was going on at the time. Was she high? Was Mercy. Rick James pressure whatever it was mm. anyway that is Darius mystery fiance she will be wife number four I guess if they continue to to go strong and stuff oh. so I don't know what impact the Sydney star what the had, but you know <laughs> what is he thinking I don't know I don't know what's going on with Darius and stuff so oh, oh, yeah okay going through I mean all the women in the world and you want to that's who you want to be with yeah yeah, Godfather's okay. ex-wife, or 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 sorry, her his Basically widow. Basically, your godmother. <laughs> yeah, your godmother, exactly. Who was involved in all that? Not that people don't change, because that was like obviously a couple decades ago. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <clears throat> so Ugh. the interwebs this past week has really been buzzing because this week, uh, Summer Walker, we love Summer Walker. Um, love her Summer album Walker. dropped. Mm-hmm. Did you and listen to it? I listen. I heard some of it. It's. I mean, I just love Summer Walker so much. I feel like she can. Everything she touches turns to gold. So, <laughs> you know, my friend called it. My friend Danielle called it bird jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. It's about, it's about bird jazz. About that like, is so girl, funny. Like hood rats <laughs> and pigeons, so bird jazz. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That's so. Oh god! Funny. But anyway, go on. But yeah. <laughs> So everyone is saying it's just like really deep, you know, obviously the first album, she was with her producer and fiance, you know, London on the track. And now they've gone through this breakup and they share a a baby and stuff. And, you know, she's been going through it. And she's one of those artists where, you know, her pain really translates into really dope music. Mm -hmm. So the album Mm -hmm. is bomb from what I've heard. It is. It is very good. Yeah. I listen to it. 
And even and though I'm not so, going through nothing, it's, it's, it's right. very hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, what everyone's kind of buzzing about is one of the last tracks on the album that she closes out with is Sierra's Prayer. That's what it's called, mm-hmm. Sierra's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 our Sierra who we know and love. Um, yeah. And basically people have been, you know, for a long time, you know, very much coveting Sierra's relationship with Russell Wilson. We all know she's with the sweetheart in the NFL, you know, mm-hmm. Russell. She had a string of very difficult relationships. She dated 50. I think she dated Bow Wow, notably mm-hmm. with Future, had his child. Just mm-hmm. kind of trash man who kind of dogged her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was, she made the choice to be with these guys until she ended up with Russell. Um, mm-hmm. And so after she found this guy who appears to treat her very nicely and they appear to have a very wonderful relationship, we don't like to idealize mm-hmm. any couple yeah, we don't. and call anyone perfect because nobody's, remember people thought Will and Jada were picked were you know goals, <laughs> relationship goals mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we're not going to do that but people do ad- admire from a distance their relationship and have asked her you know well how did you get this man and so for the past few years she's been saying that she basically prayed for a man who's sweet and loving and good with children so people you know have been kind of playfully talking about please share your your prayer well what was the prayer because <laughs> yeah. we want a man like russell we want a love like yours so her prayer has just been like really highly requested you know by her female fans just because they want to mm-hmm. know how she snagged this loving supportive successful husband after coming out of such a turbulent you know ugly mm-hmm. relationship with the father mm-hmm. of her of her firstborn son mm-hmm. so on summer walker's album i don't know who had this bright idea but apparently Sierra decided to share her prayer or some version of it you know it's obviously not going to verbatim be the prayer that she prayed but she did share kind of the gist of what she asked for I don't know if we have time for me to read it it's about a minute and 30 seconds so yeah go ahead Mm -hmm. okay so this is Sierra's prayer it says song by Summer Walker but this is this is Sierra she says Jesus I need you I don't fully understand everything right now but I know you have great plans for me. I'm hurting, but there's purpose in my pain. I need you. I need you to restore my faith and love. Give me strength. I know I can't do it all on my own. I'm tired. I don't want to hurt no more. I don't want to feel like this ever again. Thank you for hearing my cry. Thank you for hearing my heart. I know you'll do what's right with it. Thank Mm -hmm. you for never judging me. I'm broken, but I'm beautifully broken. Mm. I know you will help me put all of the right pieces together. I know my pain is not in vain. Mm. I know that my baby is the most precious gift you have given me in life, and I thank you for that. Thank Mm. you. Cover and protect us, Lord. I pray the next man of my life will be my husband. I pray Mm -hmm. he loves me, leads me, guides me, reassures me, I pray that he holds me. I pray that I have everything I want and need in him. I pray he will love me the way that you love me. Your love is unconditional. You are the way, the truth, and the life. In you there's hope. Lord, you say, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. I believe in this pure love. This is what I want. Lord, thank you for reminding me who I am. I am a queen. I deserve to be treated like one. Mm. I'm a warrior. I will get up. I'm a Mm. child of God. I'm everything you say I am. I'm an overcomer. 
I'm built for this. Lord, I'm ready. In Jesus' name, amen. She actually said amen. Did you hear that, the way she said Yeah, that? I heard it. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's her prayer. Uh, it's a beautiful <laughs> prayer. It's a very beautiful prayer. Yeah. Um, it really is. I mean, there's several parts of it that I just thought were really beautiful. I love when she said, you know, I'm broken, but I'm beautifully broken. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when she thanked the Lord for her baby and saying that it was her most precious gift. Um, you know, I, I appreciate it when she said, I pray that the next man who I make, how I date would be my husband or whatever. Don't we all wish that? But, um, of course. I mean, but I just feel like kind of people just like really, really, really went crazy. Like it was kind of like people felt like their their prayers had been answered by being handed her prayer. And but I guess people I just, forget that people forget that prayers are specific to that person. Well, that's what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I know you you might be a little more mature in your relationship and walk with the Lord. So I'm gonna ask you like. <laughs> I'm just going to consult with you. Am I allowed to just kind of take someone's prayer and like memorize it and like say it and it'll come to fruition for me? I mean, a prayer, a prayer is not the same as a mantra. You know what I mean? Like a prayer is not like, you know, I, you know, a mantra that you say all the time. Like I am this, I'm that, you know, it's it's not a mantra. Which this kind of read like a little. Like, cause there were yeah. certain parts of it that were yeah, very a little positive bit of and self-affirming that you could kind of yeah. take a few lines and put it on your little mirror. And in the morning you say <laughs> right. the things, you know, right? like being Mary Jane, but right? I, all but, your little post stickies. Yeah. Right. But I'm just like, I hope women, first of all, you need to be careful with what you want to manifest in your life. Cause if you're not to, to, to want someone, Oh, I want someone so badly. Are you healed? Are you mm. whole? Are mm. you happy? Mm. Are you are you one hundred percent there mentally, physically, spiritually? Have you done the work in order to receive that person? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for you to be praying for that person, it don't make no sense for you to pray for somebody when you're not ready to receive yeah. it. Yeah. So you so that so your Russell could show up. Yes. And you'd be like, nah, that ain't that ain't what I asked yeah. for. This ain't who I want. And, and it might not even come in the package that you think. Yeah. It's gonna come in, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure Sierra was like, Oh, Russell's cute, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he ain't got no, he ain't got the swag, he ain't got and the, that's the thing. Know, funny because Russell's so different than what she was accustomed to, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, I, I, I appreciate and believe that maybe Sierra did the work on herself mm-hmm. because the Sierra who was open to receiving and falling in love with a bow wow and a 50 cent and a future. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how that same Sierra could fall madly in love with a Russell who's very different in terms of swag and everything. So it probably is such that she did that work and kind of mm-hmm. did some self-evaluation and soul searching to, to kind of become a different and more evolved person herself where she could fall in love with someone like that. And um, right. I think you right. hit the nail on the head with just kind of the, when you work on yourself, you 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 develop this confidence and this self love, and I think that is what's magnetic and draws someone to you. Mm-hmm. You find that mm-hmm. love once you've done that work, and you're not really looking for it. Right. I mean, right. I I just kind of feel like if you're gonna be saying the prayers and spending the time with with investing and in praying, I think that 
you should be praying for your own mental and emotional wellness. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes, to be the best version of yourself, the best woman you can be, you know, are you yeah. someone who you would fall in love with? Like, do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, would you want to be mm-hmm. with you? If you can say yes mm-hmm. with confidence, then maybe you are that, maybe it's time. But if, right. you, if you yourself wouldn't say, so I don't know. I just, yeah, if you if you know you messy, you know you ain't you have not done the work. You you're not ready spiritually, mentally, whatever, to put yourself in position to to meet a Russell. Then you know, and, and I'm not I'm not even talking about Russell's physicality. I'm not even talking about Russell's money. Yeah, Russell is an all encompassing, just a good man. Yeah, if you if you're not in, if you're not in a position to meet that person, then what's the point? Also, if you what if you what if you not like you know, uh, Sierra is a very Christian person. So if you're not Christian, you know, is this prayer gonna work for you? <laughs> and I I feel like yeah. everybody's just kind of thinking this is the answer. Like this is like a yeah. some magic words that you can like, say. There's, there's no ma- there's no magic words. There's no potion. Yeah. There's no root work. There's no nothing for you to do. To, I yeah. mean, there might be. Now, listen, there might be some root work because I do believe in root work. But, 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 mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know if there's a magic, uh, all-encompassing formula to to make it all happen. It's just, yeah, it's just you don't know that. I just think it's that. just it's just so. I don't, like you said, if you're already a praying woman and a spiritual woman, then I imagine you've already been talking to God and asking Him for what you want. And I don't know that you need this. You don't need her prayer. Like, have your own prayer. I mean, yes, I agree. And I and I and really, it doesn't have to be that hard to find someone. And I don't mean to minimize the struggle. I just mm-hmm. kind of feel like the men I know, the man who a man will be over the moon for you. He will love you and adore you and sweat you and marry you and court you when when he you know, when you meet that man who kind of loves you a little more than you love him, right. he's more into you. Right. Than him, that's when you'll find right. the, who becomes your Russell. It can't mm-hmm. be you doing all the pursuing and, you know, you like him a little more and you love him a little more. It's got to be the other. Mm-hmm. I don't I I I don't even like to say that aloud, but I just think it's true. Like the most successful yeah. relationships are you know, when you find that guy who kind of really adores you, probably that's how mm-hmm. Russell was. And maybe initially he wasn't 100% of the time, but she said, let me open up my heart because maybe mm-hmm. God is sending him to me on purpose because, you know, mm-hmm. this is something different and stuff. So and that relationship know. moved fast. You know what I mean? It, it moved very fast. So it's, it's and, wonderful that it still, it still appears to be going strong. Speaking, um, of, speaking of relationships, not to throw out, but we were talking about praying for a man and all this manifestation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not only were people looking at Russell and Sierra, but you know Megan Good and her husband Devon right. Franklin. Yeah, people don't know what's going on there because they think that they've separated. Oh, is that what people are saying? I didn't even know that. Yeah, so people are saying that they've separated. They're saying that um, she's was out on her fortieth, didn't post him. They're like posting mm. separate things. If and that's disheartening. Yeah. 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 This is hardening to hear. So y'all it out here praying, praying and idolizing these relationships. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, you know, and, and I you feel like if the pandemic hasn't taught us anything, if the pandemic hasn't shown us anything at all, it's just that we don't know what is going on behind closed doors. Because yes. that's when the truth about Will and Jada and all this entanglement business came yes. out, and yes. so many other things that we thought were perfect just crumbled before our eyes mm-hmm. because the curtain was drawn to the side and we saw it for what it was. Nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. If anybody prior to a few years ago has said, oh, yeah, Kenny and Derek, people would have been like, oh, the doctor and she's married to the lawyer and they have their two children and it's so beautiful. 
Um, it was not that for a very, very, very long time. But I'm a private person. So if you look to my Instagram, you see pictures of us at the zoo and smiling and this and that. Because I'm not going to post. I'm not one of those women who every time I have an argument with my man, you see the memes and all this trash. Same. I don't do that. I'm never going to do that. I'm going to protect my relationship and the children, the father of my children. You know, Same. I'm going to always protect that because I, I just mm-hmm. believe that in the sanctity of marriage, you don't have your business on the street. So I guess right. what I'm saying is things may look great, but there are so many rocks and stuff and, and dirt and mm-hmm. all this stuff. You just don't mm-hmm. know. So, But yeah, yeah and, I think. And, but, but, but I would, people, and then the other thing is people always asking Sierra what she prayed for. Ain't nobody asking Russell what he prayed for. Right. Yeah, I would be curious yeah. to hear him. You know, yeah. Yeah, are, what do, are, are, are men not wanting to be vulnerable and ask God and and, and whatever spiritual yeah. you know, they want to call guidance. him so much and stuff. I feel they like sure men who are like him might want to know, but the majority of men are just so just you know how they are and how they you know, you know him like young. You know, you know, I'm on TikTok because you got me on TikTok and you ain't even on TikTok <laughs> yes. no more, which is so sad. Anyway. <laughs> I'm up here all on TikTok, late on TikTok. Oh, but you know, I see the young people on TikTok. I'm, I'm kind of like an old lady, but I see the young folks on TikTok, and they'll post like a little picture of like a little guy and a girl. They flirting or whatever, Ooh. Mm-hmm. and the guys will be like, "Man, I want that," you know, and, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just kind of upset, like whatever, you know. Oh, I want gosh. my, I want it's my silly. little stink stink, you know, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> Like, I'm like, if we need, we need more guys like that. More guys yes. like, you know, I want somebody because yeah. they they are lonely. The, the men are lonely. That's it. And, yeah. But they don't know how to express the loneliness. They don't yeah. know how to express the hurt. They don't know how to be vulnerable because nobody has taught them that. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I don't know whose fault it is it. Our generation, yeah. the generation before, who's just not teaching these boys how to be vulnerable, how yeah. to be open, how to be honest, how to say, hey. I like you without it being creepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without it yeah. being creepy or stalkerish or know how to take rejection positively. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't, we, 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 I don't know what's going on, but nobody's asking Russell, hey, yeah. Russell, hey, Russ, what yeah. did you pray to get Sierra? Yeah. Because, you know, he went through, he went through a that. turbulent divorce. You know, he had, he was married before he was married to a white woman. Yeah, oh, I didn't know they, that. They okay. did, they did, and they, they, there was some disconnect there. It was his, it was his girlfriend from from college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was some disconnect there. He, he really didn't. You know, I, I, I think I don't think she was understanding him as a black man, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and sometimes and, a high school or college girlfriend, and you grow yeah. up, you don't want to, yeah. just break up, but maybe you just kind of grow apart. Like you know, that's not the same person yeah. you would pick as an adult yeah. that you would have picked. Yeah. And so, you know, he went through kind of a turbulent divorce. And, you know, I, I think they settled pretty amicably. But, you know, he nobody's asking Russell, hey, Russell, what what, what you, what you pray, bro? To get yeah. Sierra. How you, how you bag a chick like Sierra? You know, yeah. and all, it's always, oh, he a simp, he a simp. Because I would love to hear right, that. Y'all. And what was it like? And you co-parenting and you take, she had this high profile relationship and they share a baby and kind of like how it did take, you know it, she was the one? Yeah. Let me tell you something. It takes a real man yeah. to, to sit up here and father somebody else's child. Oh, yes. Oh, you yes. hear me? A oh, real yes. man or a real woman to, to yes. mother or father somebody's child mm-hmm. that is not yours. The way that man embraced that baby, yeah, let me tell you something. I would have been simping too. You hear me? Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I would have been all over him, giving yeah. him something every night. 
Cause it, yeah, it, it yeah. Just, That's such a wonderful thing. Yeah, that yeah, reminds me of that um, storyline on Real Housewives of Atlanta with Eve Marcel and how mm-hmm. you know she has the baby. Well, I forgot his name. Deadbeat. Yeah, his Kevin. Yeah, the model. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And her her husband just kind of you know loved Marley. I think her daughter's name is Marley, but like you know, I think she he adopted Marley, and mm-hmm. that's just a really beautiful thing when you can meet a man who loves you and loves your child. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think that kind. Of, ways into our topic for the day right yes it does it does so let's take a break and we will be right back and we're going to talk a little bit about dating when you have a baby or a newborn (laughs) (laughs) yes sorry you all stick with us we're going to take a break and we'll be right back All right, you guys, we are back and we are talking about, um, we got this topic because we were watching Insecure mm-hmm. this past week and we've been catching up with Insecure the final season. Mm-hmm. Um, we have thoughts about the season overall, yeah. um, but this episode kind of segued into a good topic for today, which is about And dating. might I add, I feel it was the best and strongest episode of this It was. It was. So it I appreciated was. that I episode. I feel like it left us emotional and it, it mm-hmm. kind of just made us, for me, have really strong feelings, which I think is always mm-hmm. an indication of really good writing, really good acting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so carry on. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But the episode centered around Lawrence and if you all are fans of Insecure, this is no spoiler, but last season ended on the cliffhanger where he found out that the girl that he was messing with right before getting back with Issa is pregnant. And mm-hmm. so Condola um, had the baby. And what was crazy was he was on a whole date while she was giving birth. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what kind of crazy shit but anyway he was on the whole day right uh while she's giving and the girl was looking like uh okay it was just so awkward uh, so they're having their little so flirting the, the date is going okay you know she's very pretty and then the phone rings and he picks it up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's like what what and she's looking at him and then they he hangs up the phone and she's like was well, everything okay you know what what's going on and he's like right i think my baby was just born and she laughed it off, like, what? That would be so crazy. Like, what? He was like, no, I think my baby was just born. And then he, like, throws down the money, which was a class mm-hmm. act. He better. Right, and he yeah. ran out of the out of the restaurant. Right. But I know she was left like, what in the Sam ham? So, yeah, we just mm-hmm. kind of were like, Let, let's talk about that. So he had a whole pregnant woman. Um, but the woman doesn't know, the date doesn't know the circumstances. You know, mm-hmm, who is this mm-hmm, person who's pregnant mm-hmm, and, and you just ran mm-hmm. out and now he has a baby. Should mm-hmm. Lawrence have been out on that date? Should he have been dating and pursuing something new? Um, because, you know, you have a pregnant ex-girlfriend and then you'll have a newborn baby. When is the appropriate time to date? And that's for mm-hmm. single dads and mm-hmm. for women like Condola. Because Condola now has her hands full. She's a single mom. So, yeah, we just figured we'd talk a little bit about that. I feel like it's kind of two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of think, you know, I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll talk from a, woman, a woman's perspective, not the woman dating a man. Well, actually, I will. Since we started with the, Lauren, the uh, Lawrence scenario, I will just be honest and say that if I were that woman who was on the date with him, I think I would be very – I would not – continue to date him knowing that he had a right. newborn and a new baby um right. it's not about oh he didn't tell me although that should have come up in the dating i don't know how many dates mm-hmm. they've been on but it's more like to me 
if you have a newborn baby and a newborn, that's just too much. Like you're going to have a lot going on. I don't know what the That's where your mind are. needs to be. Right. Your, your mind, mind needs to be to there. Be. I would also mm-hmm. question why do you have a newborn and you're not with the woman? You know, are you, be, were you being reckless and having unprotected sex? In which case that's not cool. Or was it a situation where y'all broke up during the relationship? And, and mm-hmm. why was that? Why couldn't y'all make it work? You know, you know, sometimes yeah. a pregnancy, we can be, it can be difficult. There, there's yes. hormones and maybe there's more arguing. Did y'all mm-hmm. break up then? Will you, might you get back together? Because I feel like there's always that chance that you'll yeah. reunite and rekindle. Even though mm-hmm. they say a baby doesn't fix things. A baby can make you feel a little bit closer, even if it's a superficial closeness. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you kind of need to sort through that and make sure that the breakup wasn't because of the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just all sorts of complications when there's a new baby. You're going to have to be involved and spend time with that woman and that baby. Because if you're not, I'm going to question that because that's not good if you're not. You know, how will you, mm-hmm. if you're not involved and hands-on with that baby and spending time with them, it would make me wonder what type of father would you be if we had children? But then right. it's like, I don't want to share you with just kind of like the, um, the concerns that Issa had. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to share you now with, remember the, the, the storyline yeah. on the game with Melanie and Derwin and, uh, oh, yes. and what's it called? I can't I think of her name. The girl, mm-hmm. Janae, whatever it was. Janae, Janae. But yeah, name. Melanie tried really, really hard and they, they did make it work, but it was always a constant thing. You know, mm-hmm. Derwin needed to go to the ultrasound appointments and the baby birthing classes and Lamaze and all that. And Melanie just felt really bad about that, but she couldn't stop him because he needed to be there for a son. I just wouldn't mm-hmm. want any parts of it. I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I just, you know... This is this is why storylines like Secret Baby bother me. I would never write them because yeah. I just I just can't. The, the so emotional toll—they're so yeah. messy, and the emotional toll is just—that's the worst just, thing that could happen. It's There's a lot much. of things in a relationship that could put a strain on a relationship, mm. but it's like a baby is just like the ultimate because remember that's what wendy williams always said she said you know she knew kevin was cheating or doing whatever she always kind of kept one eye closed to it but she always said to him that where she draws the line is is if he has a baby and i was proud of her for sticking to that you know Mm because we sometimes say a lot of things as women but we love this guy i was proud of her because that just but he had a baby right and that's when she filed for divorce you know she mm-hmm. that's when all the cheating and he, and he was living with that mistress for all that time and she knew and everybody knew and she kind of held her head high even though she was a laughing stock but when he had that baby that's when she yeah she, she was like I'm oh, done I'm out mm-hmm. I'm done yeah mm-hmm. and that's Cause when you have, yeah because when you yeah because when you're having a baby there's some sort of emotional tie yes you, even that you have with that other person that Whether I, you if are I don't or not. yeah yeah and if I don't have a child with you then we definitely don't have that same tie that's right you know what I mean it's not it's not you will not always there. be connected to your 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 the, the yeah. parent of your child just always yeah. whether the relationship yeah, always. Works out or not there will always, always be that bond and that you'll always be family even if you kind of can't stand each other at certain points they still kind of have to come first in a way. What, if you're a decent I, guy. Yeah, what I did like that they showed on the show was this juxtaposition of Condola trying to balance it all. Yeah. With Lawrence still going to work. Yeah. Still going popping in and out. Still yeah. having sex with other people. Mercy. Uh, still yeah. living his life. Living, living his, his life. life. Like- and that's what she told him. She said, you, you could just pop in and out and live your life. 
Yeah. And you she know, this isn't going to work. They they need to put something in writing because it's not going to work, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, for him just to pop in and out. You That's know, it's not, not going to work. work. And it just Mm-mm. was hard because as I was watching it, I was so torn between feeling bad for him because I could tell he really wanted to be involved mm-hmm. in a part of it, mm-hmm. but also really relating to her on a really deep level of, you know, I'm the primary custodial parent. You're not going to waltz up in here whenever you're able to, whenever you want to right. trying to like right. have a, have input and, and have an opinion and stuff. And as a dad, I could understand he was very confused and frustrated. Why doesn't my opinion matter? You made the decisions. The baptism is at your family's church. Why can't it be at mine? Mm-hmm. Like I can just see both sides. It was just mm-hmm. it was a tough episode. Yeah, it was. It was very, it was very tough. Yeah. It was very real, and I, I, I got. It was also me, beautifully like, shot. Yeah. Do you remember when they had yeah. that split yeah. screen of yeah. Lola with the baby, just exhausted, mm-hmm. falling asleep mm-hmm. on the toilet. And then it was the net, the side. He's doing his thing. He's exhausted mm-hmm. for different reasons. I mean, yeah, yeah. But he's trying to put the crib together, and yeah. but you know, he was excited to have the baby overnight. Yes. And she's like, "Oh, oh no, that's not gonna me. work." That, that hurt me when she said, "No, don't, don't, you can't take the baby." He was like, "Wait, what?" That, that you know, was he was so sad. ready because he had the crib, he had everything yeah. set up. Yeah, you know? and it was funny because as I watched that. I found myself, I was so conflicted because I found myself getting frustrated and upset with her and a little bit angry. Like he, he traveled all this way. He was so excited. And then mm-hmm. yes, the baby was sick and crying. But I, at the same time, I am Lola. I was that type mm-hmm. of mom and I would have been the same. Like I would have probably mm-hmm. reacted the same and been the exact same way. But it yeah. was kind of interesting because it let me see from the perspective of the male how mm-hmm. that was for that person. But I know yeah. as a as a mom who was like admittedly a type A helicopter mom, if my yeah. baby like has a fever or is colicky, even if he was happy and smiling, if he gets into that mood, I would be very uncomfortable as well. And when she just blurted out, I don't trust you, like oh Whoa, that was a lot. Oh yeah. That was a lot. And then everyone yeah. was kind of up in arms because he kind of shouted out, you know, well, basically threatening custody, legal stuff. And uh-huh. everybody was mad. I feel like we're kind of getting away from our topic, but this is so important for us to kind of, <laughs> you know, important. unpack this episode. Because, 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 again, you have all this going on. Yeah. Why should dating yeah. be the focus of anything? And it's amazing. <coughs> that parallel of like a single mom and a single dad, how he's able to kind of go out and date and live his life and be having sex and all this stuff. And she's like literally exhausted and has very little support except for her family who comes by, but she's pretty much on her own. So it's no wonder she's so resentful yeah. and tired yeah. and impatient when he comes by. Like, how dare you? Like it was perfectly valid that he wasn't able to come. The boss said no, but as a woman, we don't have a choice. Do you know what I mean? Just like, right. You know, I, I often have said that even when I was married, I felt like a single mom because mm-hmm. earlier on, Derek got a little better later, but earlier on, I was the one who always had to make the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So if I, if the kids were sick, I had to take off my job. It wasn't mm-hmm. even an option or a thought that Derek would take off from the law firm. It was like, oh no, mm-hmm. he's trying to make partner. His boss won't let him. Mm-hmm. It was always mm-hmm. me, me, me. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, as women, sometimes we have to do what we have to do. Whereas Lawrence could call up and be like, oh, I can't come because I have to do this business meeting. I'm sorry, things have changed. Mm-hmm. And she really mm-hmm. was looking forward to him coming that 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 day because she wanted to have mm-hmm. that day to herself. Yeah, a spa day. Just that a day spa to relax. Day, which she deserved, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I also enjoyed Kiki Palmer as a sister. Oh, she was so oh, good. Did so you good watch her little follow up afterward when um Condola was being interviewed, the actress, and she was saying how Kiki hated her character before? So she was. I don't know if you watched that little follow up thing after the show. Oh, I didn't see it. I usually mm-hmm. don't, but because this episode was so deep, I wanted to see what they had to say. But it was funny because mm-hmm. she said like you know playfully. But on social media, Kiki would express how she hated Condola, you know, for basically how she decided to have the baby and kind of help break up, you know, Lawrence because everybody wanted them together. And right, so right, right. The actress was kind of like, I was, I didn't know how Kiki would be on set because I know she was never a Condola fan, but she said it was just so natural and she yeah, said she yeah. was such a great sister on the yeah. show. It was just wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. kind of changed. Good to see Layla Rashawn too. Oh yeah, it was good, good to see her. Yeah, she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I forgot well, that was a breath of fresh air because Layla's always one yeah. of my favorites. But I guess yeah. speaking to dating as a mom with a new baby, I thought that like you know the way they depicted Condola and kind of just how exhausted she was and how you mm-hmm. know just walking around and unshowered and clothes all old and dirty. That yes. was just so. Um, it was just really was just it was realistic. Real. Yeah, mm-hmm. so real. Like you're just kind of in a blur for those first several weeks. And actually, first couple months, really. And yes. I was just kind of like, it's amazing to me that women actually do start dating that early. And I feel like whether you're a, mo- a single mom or married, because I was married, but my Condola's experience from what I saw was very similar to mine. But mm-hmm. I can't even imagine having the desire or the energy to date, um, to meet. And I'm, I'm, I feel that if you, as a woman, if you feel that you can if you have the time and the energy to responsibly date someone, and when I say responsibly, I mean you're able to spend the time that you can, you know, with your child and stuff and, and a new man, I say mm-hmm. go for it. But I, I personally can't even imagine be, being in a position to do that because I was so tired all the time. So when I wasn't mm-hmm. exhausted, that was time that I wanted to spend with my baby and needed to spend bonding breastfeeding because mm-hmm. that was a challenge that whole latching thing it's such yes, a beautiful yes. experience when you're trying to breastfeed you're walking around with your nursing bra and your breasts out around the house and <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's yes, just like yes. you know my mom was there she was annoying but she was a blessing she was helping me with everything it was just like a lot I can't even imagine yeah. being in a mental space to want to date Believe like leaving not, the house was hard because you're nursing around the clock. It was just like hard to run errands. If I ran out, I felt scared and guilty. Like it's hard mm-hmm. as a new mom. I can't, who's yeah. dating? I don't know. But, but, but no, for, for, for real, believe it or not, I had a girlfriend who met her husband while she was pregnant. Well, so if he went through the pregnancy with her, was it kind of like he was already in his mind deciding he was going to help take on the role? Because I feel like yeah. maybe that's yeah. a little different because if he's already kind of in a way a part of the baby's life and knows the baby's there I assume he's now there when the baby is born and maybe he's helping yeah. out is that how it was yeah it no. was and right because I'm talking about a, meeting someone already, new. yeah so she, she already, already had that. yeah she already had kind of a tumultuous relationship with the child's father, father. and so she was ending things mm-hmm. and um so when she was ending things she met the person the guy who ended up being her um, now husband so so um, she was like yeah. pregnant when they met or she had to she was pregnant with her so she has three kids so she was pregnant with the last one okay that's um, a stand up guy that's just what we yeah, talk about he, the kind and, of guy and, who yeah. takes that on mm-hmm. he was pregnant with the last one and they call him papa they don't they don't know yeah. 
Yeah. Like they know the other father, their their, their actual father. But he's but also a he's, dad they've known. From yeah, when yeah, born. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, again, it takes a special person to even it want does. to date somebody. But I also don't think you should conceal it either. Because I mean, no. I, I've heard stories of my guy friends saying that I went out with a girl and she was like visibly pregnant. She didn't tell me she was pregnant. Oh, Jesus. You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Oh my um, God. you know, concealing it is one thing, you know. You well, know, the concealing or... is scary because you're gonna have to share. You're gonna have to tell. It's like not the same as dating, but I I started my job after grad school. I was pregnant, and my very mm-hmm. first job as a psychologist in a hospital, I was not showing. And mm-hmm. I, on the interview, was very conflicted about telling them. I was think I was like mm-hmm. nine weeks pregnant at that time. And mm-hmm. Derek at the time, who of course is a lawyer, was kind of like, "You don't have to tell them legally." And he's doing all these facts. And yeah, legal. you. And do. I was like, yeah. "I know the law. I know that I don't have to tell them. I know that if I do, they can't discriminate against me." But I said, "That's not the kind of person I am." I said, "I don't want to ever mm-hmm. enter anything because I was just anticipating starting it, and then every day, every week that goes by, I'm on pins and needles." now I got to tell them and they're going to think I was a dream. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I just right. want them to know up front because if they don't want a pregnant person because they maybe it's a safety issue in a psychiatric mm-hmm. hospital, I want to know that too. Oh, yeah. And, and I feel That's like true. it's the fair thing to go into a place and say, in seven months, I'm leaving for maternity mm-hmm. leave. So even mm-hmm. though you don't have to, I want it to just be up front. So similarly yeah. in dating, I feel like you may not have to, but you should. I would mm-hmm. want to know if somebody had a baby on the way, like the Lawrence thing. I don't yeah. want to be out to dinner yeah. and your phone rings and you're talking about my baby was just born. Excuse yeah. me, Negro. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just like, oh, you meet you know. a guy, you like, you like, you hit it off. It's just like, this has happened to me. Like when I was out there dating uh-huh. and um, I met a guy so fine, so sweet, really sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And, and he was just like, yeah, you know, I have a baby. I was like, you know, at the time, I was trying to open myself up to date. Yeah. At the time, I was like, I don't yeah. want nobody with no kids. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I was getting a little older, and I was like, okay, well, you know, if they got one, I can tolerate it. You sure. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. And so he was like, yeah, you know, I have a baby. I said, oh, okay. He said, yeah, he's two months. I was like, oh, hell um, no. Because sometimes we can you need a five-year-old be- a baby. Yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, I your feel baby like five. two and under is too sketchy. Uh-uh. You two need and to under, sit down. Like, yeah, it's too close. The woman still might be emotionally dependent on you. Exactly. You might still and need there may to be some feelings. Feelings along. on both sides. Mm-hmm. You might still need to go over in the middle of the night if the two-year-old has an earache mm-hmm. and is crying. And, stuff. and I've heard oh, so man. many horror stories of, you know, people who like gotten with guys and they have small children and then they they still tapping the baby mama they still out here of course. you know what i'm saying i had to the baby spend the mama. night because duh, 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 duh. it's just not worth it to me and then the it's other part of that and we don't talk about this and i think we need to talk about this i thought about this and talking about just being a mom in general if you as a man and you have a baby and a, a small child or whatever, a baby small child, whatever. I, I'm not thinking twins because twins can kind of, you know, care for yeah. themselves and things like yeah. that, right? Right. Um, but but if you have a small child, let's say under 10, and, you know, they need your help. They're dependent. They need your help. Yeah. You know, as a guy, I so often see them relying on their girlfriends to step in and be a surrogate mom oh, doing yeah. this doing this yeah. invisible labor yeah. that don't get paid and not no paid, yeah no yeah. benefits nothing as Absolutely. a wife nothing and you know and i have friends who have been with or with men who you know they have kids and stuff like that and 
they're just they're with them. They're doing all the stuff that a stepmama would do. But they ain't no step, I guess it takes a special mama. woman because I I don't I have to be careful what I say. But yeah, I've never really <laughs> had an interest in that role. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it happens organically, and yes. if the children are all older, like you said, tweens. Then I it think is when they're tweens, and, yeah. and maybe you know, upwards, it, yeah. it's cool. You know, work it's cool, out. yeah. But but when they're little, little, no, little kids, you do have to hard. take on that role. You just do. And then it's like, also, I feel like you have to be responsible when you have children. And this is speaking for myself Mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, and it's kind of why Peter and I are taking our time with introducing our children Mm -hmm. to one another, to, you know, one Mm -hmm. another. It's because Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, children can get attached to, you know, the partner. And, you know, if you date for a few years, the children get attached. And then you have to be able to kind of, if you need to break up and separate from that person, you have to be able to help manage your children's feelings too, because now they've gotten attached. So, you know, I think mm-hmm. if you have a newborn, that's kind of less important because the baby doesn't know either way. That's more mm-hmm. like when your children are old enough to get attached. So I guess mm-hmm. really having a baby might be the best time, but it's just, mm-hmm. I feel like you, there's so many other things you should be focusing on. Right. Um, I guess some women can make it work. Um, yeah. I just don't know. I can't even imagine how they find the time. Maybe because I didn't have a lot of support and family around. Like my mom came and stayed for about a month with the first baby. And I think the mm-hmm. next one, three weeks, and then she went back and she came mm-hmm. specifically to help, help me just pay, basically t- teach me how to be a mom or whatever, like with all mm-hmm. this stuff. But it's like when she left, I just was like on my okay. own actually at the first time right. she left Bika came down which was really nice and she helped me because Derek worked mm-hmm. all the time or whatever mm-hmm. he was doing but anyway <laughs> we'll leave it at that he wasn't home a lot the and shade. so <laughs> he wasn't home we'll just say it like that but yeah I just couldn't even imagine if I was a single mom wanting to it took me so long to put on makeup and go out again after you know what I'm saying I didn't have the desire and the energy and maybe it was I don't know that it was postpartum it was just like exhaustion baby exhaustion yeah 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 and you just kind of don't really feel like yourself at first because you know you're probably much bigger and you're still sore and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and healing and your breasts are getting gorged after like you know being away after a few hours I was not in a state to to date now it would be different if of course I met the guy as your friend while I was Mm -hmm. pregnant and then he was kind of part of the process and the experience Mm -hmm. that that's a different that probably would have been very nice to actually have that kind of support as a single mom but just yeah. going out on the dating scene and stuff mm, or put myself mm. online I don't know I couldn't I couldn't do it and then you got some freaking crazy people stuff. out there yeah. that are like ooh she's pregnant you know some people whatever are fetishes that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fetish. I'm like no I'm not trying to be your fetish or whatever no. but I think about myself and like I had a premature child I'm like okay yeah. my child is small they have needs they're in the micu exactly what would i be doing out here in the street mercy trying to date you know and my child is in the micu for like three months like what in the hell like what is my my mind like i'm not i think i think some women can do it now yeah but but i'm not one of those women and god bless the women who can god bless the men who can do it yeah but you know i think men are helping in that scene like fucking and they had them over the bed the camera so it was that angle where you just it was a good angle but mm-hmm. um you know i'm just like how is his mind even focusing on that because i think he's just fucking just to be fucking you just know to what kind mean? of he pass the time because he's just alone. to pass the time May- he's, I alone. Think he's lonely might have felt more supported if maybe he checked in more maybe did more yeah maybe maybe they just yes. didn't show it but i think they the way it looked was like he literally would just pop up every 
couple weeks or however often mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. kind of want to be involved but and she said he didn't like, check in you yeah know, you, you right, don't right. check in right you like know, if you, if you, you don't set up like in. every day for 20 minutes can I FaceTime she might have become more open to him being involved mm-hmm. maybe they would have discussed the you know the um christening or baptism or whatever because that's one thing yeah. like after Derek and I separated we really try hard to kind of stay in regular contact and I, I really mm-hmm. try to involve him in things that he normally would have been a part of like you know Chase mm-hmm. our oldest son who's 12 just got his contact lenses and then the Ooh, other one got the yeah. vaccine I always take yeah he he struggled but he's, he has the contact <laughs> but yeah I, be, I just be taking like video and footage and pictures and the boys are like snap mm-hmm. video but I always send him stuff because I like him to be mm-hmm. a part of it and he mm-hmm. loves to be a part of it so you know we, we don't mm-hmm. want to be together in the same household but I don't want him to ever feel like he left he, he's left out on stuff and right, he's left right. out on a lot of stuff but he cares he's involved and I try so yeah mm-hmm. I think because he makes that effort I want to and I will never make decisions without him I always be like okay now they just approved the 5 to 11 vaccine now let's talk about this what are we going to do mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. not like a thing but I feel like the way that um Condola and Lawrence the way it ended it wasn't necessarily a pleasant breakup it and, wasn't yeah and you know obviously initially he wasn't happy about her decision to keep the baby but you know she wasn't a spring mm-hmm. chicken I think they were in their 30s so it yeah, was a decision she, yeah. she felt was right I'm gonna have yes. this baby be mm-hmm. as involved or as uninvolved as you want I don't know that mm-hmm. she meant that but I think he might have interpreted that as I can do the bare minimum and if I do a little bit more it's enough because that's what she said. I think they need to maybe sit down and talk about this. You know? Yeah, I'm hoping it, that Issa touches on this as the, the rest of the season progresses. Well, I and think we, that's we, where me and you started to talk about how we're feeling like things might be a little Yeah. Because if next week doesn't mm, pick up where this left off, I'm not going to be happy. And from the next previews, week they it doesn't look like else. it does. Yeah, they're going into something else. And see, that, like that's very raggedy Issa. to me. That's yeah. very raggedy to me. You don't get people involved in this kind of storyline with this much depth, and then you bounce to some superficial bullcrap about whatever. And and I love, you know, her new little boyfriend yeah. and all that stuff. I like that stuff. I'm curious why she was crying in the bed and all this stuff. I, but I, I don't know why they can't integrate the show more. Like, mm-hmm. why does it have to be a whole episode about Lawrence and not about anybody else? I feel like right. we needed that, though. The Lawrence Condola storyline deserved that full I was about to say hour because it felt like hour, but that hour, yeah. hour. But I would like to see a more cohesive. Yeah. I don't know. Going forward, it just kind of felt. I mean, from the beginning, it's felt a little all over the place this season. The first and one I didn't was like, like the yeah, yeah, the reunion, and the second one was Issa uh, was Issa dating and, and the guy, Issa, and yeah, it was that yeah, what that what was about? I don't even remember with Kofi Sirabo and and the and the um and the uh, fashion show or whatever. Okay, and then, yeah, but that wasn't. And then, that was like that's how you want to use your last season. It was like so weird. It was like weird. I, I feel like she just throwing people in there just for cameo. I mean, I'm glad that like guys, her career is kind of progressing with um, what's the name of her business? Whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I appreciate that, but I just feel like there's a lot more we need to see, and I want to see develop with this being the last season. So if they're gonna and bounce then, back to Issa and not touch on Lawrence again. Like 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 okay, we didn't get nothing about okay, so last season left so many holes. Like the postpartum storyline with exactly, Tiffany. Tiffany that the postpartum. was huge. A lot Tiffany of women were like really on social media like that was really deep. I went through that myself. You know, I really appreciate that you included that and we want to see more of that. I but mean nah, that y'all up here y'all up here having, having them rocking aka 
clothes right. instead of focusing exactly. instead of focusing on the damn the damn postpartum. We don't care shit about this. My yeah. gosh. Or Kelly always be in the comic relief when we know inside she's struggling. Yeah, the funny, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Funny, she's struggling. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and and they and you know, a lot of people have criticized her for just having a fat black friend the funny the comic girl. relief. We're so sick of that. And, and we're tired, yeah. we're sick of that. And yeah, you know, Kelly sidekick. was was touching on some, you know, some deeper things. Like yeah. I'm not memorable. I'm nobody yeah. remembers me. Yeah. You know, if I die, nobody what is what yeah. are people gonna say? And yeah. then what they do in the next episode, turn right back around and have her be funny. Yeah. And, and be ridiculous. I'm like, why would y'all don't do that? Get it. I'm not I don't sure get about it the flow of this season. I mean, it's only three and I just don't mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like next season didn't seem promising as far as continuing. Like he had that kind of reflective light bulb moment when the plane had that turbulence. We've all been mm-hmm. there. It's mad mm-hmm. scary. Your life is flashing before your eyes. Yeah. It's putting things in perspective. I yes. would really like to see him go back to Condola and really oh, I appreciate it. They had the talk. And they both mm-hmm. agree this isn't working. We need yeah. to see what happens next. Don't go back to yeah. some bull crap. Don't, don't go, go back, back to, to Issa either. Right, that's no, what I'm saying. Go if back, you're gonna go back, going back to, to Issa, Issa, you need to include both the way they used to. I know 30 minutes isn't a long time, but they've been able to kind of tell a few stories in one episode. And I'm counting on that because well, I don't know how I many episodes is in this season. But don't be wasting time. And right, stop. I I kind of want Issa to end up with Nathan, but I'm just Me biased. Too. <laughs> and, I, and then it's like what self. happened after Ooh. she was crying I mean it's just like yeah, I, I like Nathan Nathan's I a good too. guy I was never one of those team Lawrence and Issa and all this and it, initially and it, oh, that was, that was a, a little bit another ball they dropped about Nathan and his mental health like they yeah, dropped that ball exactly just, Nathan was depressed and went too. away what the hell they, that they, was they such an like, touch on one you know they didn't even touch Chad got a divorce they didn't even touch on that. Chad wait, wait, who, who is Chad? Remember, remember Chad was supposed to be getting married? The, the crazy best friend, Lawrence's friend, um, oh, who's always saying crazy that. stuff. And then what? Chad was supposed to be getting married, and he okay. didn't get married. So they just kind of swept down the road. Like, oh, it's Chad. You know what I mean? I don't get that like, show's half an hour, but come on now. I mean, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's too many holes. It's too yeah. many holes. It's... And y'all have to plug up these holes yeah. before the end of the season. You know? Yeah. It's it, Molly going to talk to Asian Bay. You right. Know what I'm is like, Asian what is, Bay just gone? Is he just Was that Asian Bay who was in that... Uh... That that resort to love with Christina Milian or somebody. I feel like yes, it was recently. He was it like was. the friend or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks so mm-hmm. handsome with his tall self. He is so he is so yeah fine. with but, them dimples. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But oh, I was like, goodness. no type of no type of resolutions. Whatsoever. No, bouncing we'll around, teasing us, wetting our appetite with really good substantive storylines. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like poof, it's gone. Yeah, yep. to come back. But yeah, yep. this condola yep. one is really good. I really want to see. Yeah. That. Yeah, I and then for those of you out there who are dating or, or have small children and stuff, mm-hmm. I want y'all to I want y'all to really think about it and think about is dating. I know it gets lonely. Yeah. I know it's lonely. Yeah. I know it's hard. To invalidate that. And I know you, yeah. and we don't want to invalidate that experience. Yeah, but I want you to really think about this. Do you want this person around your children? Do you and they're want only this, a baby once. Like only a baby once. Yes, just it cherish that fast. time. And I know it's hard. If you're by yourself, whether you're a single mom or dad, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's, it's difficult to try and balance these two things. So, yeah. oh, honey, I, I think yeah. I think we need to That's just tough. think about think about it 
really, really think about it. I'm I, I can't talk about in a position like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, if you have a small child and you you are like, well, I'm lonely. I want to get out here and date. Yeah. You know, so everything everything is not gonna be like no Hallmark movie now. No. It's, it's just it's no. it, it's gonna be some real stuff. Yeah. You know, everybody's not gonna get a Russell Wilson who's gonna just That's take right. up the take up the mantle of father. <laughs> Maybe they need to say the Sierra yeah. player, and then they will find the Russell Wilson. <laughs> This is actually the perfect episode, uh, podcast for us to introduce the Sierra Prayer. They can have a whole that. No, but seriously, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And 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 not only is everyone not Russell Wilson, you often hear the stories of the, these boyfriends and stuff. You know, being being aggressive and violent and stuff like that. So you, mm-hmm. you have to really be careful mm-hmm. with women and really don't leave your children with these men. Yeah. Oh my God. Because if I hear daughters or children, yeah, yeah. If I hear one more story about some stupid yeah. dude shaking a baby or hurting that's right. a baby. That's right. I don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You put your trust and put trust your child first. People. Always the baby. Put your first. child yes, always absolutely. The baby first. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right then we got deep on us. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys let's take a break and we'll come back with reading romance and watching romance. All right. All right, you all, we are back. And so this week's Watching Romance, we had a lot of stuff going on. So again, we talked about Insecure and what's happening um, with that. Um, 20s on BET, y'all know that's my joint. 20s are still going good, huh? <laughs> oh my God. That's she, your She need to, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I, uh, my other girl, well, she's not my girl, but uh, uh, Lena Waithe produces 20s. So, um, but it's so... This is this is where this is where I need Issa to wrap up storylines because they just because since we wrapping up these storylines, okay. Because I mean, my God, Hattie and her trying to find herself, and uh, Marie and Marie. By the way, the girl that plays Con- Condola plays Marie on this show. Oh, uh, on twenties, uh huh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so she's dating a guy. Is his name Doug? I can't even think the boy's name, but he. And while they were having a, a confession, well, not well, marriage counseling or whatever, he finally admitted, like, I'm bisexual. And oh my God, the the ramification. She was like, I know. Oh, it was it was a lot. It was it's really lot, good, y'all. Oh, it was so good. And so, y'all, I don't know what is going to happen this week. Also, <laughs> Nia and um, I think his name is Charles, whatever his name is. Um, they used to work with Hattie at the no, who works with Marie at the at the mm-hmm. studio. He seems like he's interested in her and wants to like build her brand and get her to be like a super actress or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's serious. Um, and Hattie was dating um, Ida B, who was sort of like a Ava DuVernay type. Um, and you know she didn't appreciate uh, her kind of hiding her, putting her in the dark, and not having her out there. And so they kind of broke up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know she decides to go to a writer's workshop with the girl from the coffee shop who is super, super interested in her, but you know, they didn't get together. Right. And uh, one of my favorite lines last season, uh, because the girl was, the girl is kind of a stud and then the yeah. other girl is a stud too. And if, y- if y'all know the term stud, stems, films, you know, as, as it pertains to uh, lesbian and LGBT community, um, the girl was telling her, um, Hattie was like, you know, I don't really date other studs, blah, blah, blah. 
and the one of the best coldest lines I ever heard on TV. <laughs> the girl was like, "Let me tell you something. You don't know what I can do because when we both have our clothes off and the lights are off, okay, and I'm naked and you naked. I got the same thing you got, Mercy. and you don't know what I can do. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. So don't, don't sell me short or whatever. I said, "Woo, child, I go." Mm. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was like, "All right," because it just had um had Miss Hattie flabbergasted. So I cannot wait to see what they're gonna do with this. Okay, um, it's gonna be really really good. But it sounds um, good. Mercy, you really make we, this show sound extremely intriguing. How many episodes of these show this season? Like ten? It's ten episodes this season. And that's what you, that's what the fans want. Bring it right back and immediately go in. That's what it makes a good strong season. Like this yes, episode yes. of Insecure should have probably been the premiere. Not that mm-hmm. reunion and, I and agree. everything else. That reunion I could agree. have come somewhere in the middle was fluff. It was so dry. It could, that's uh. why people wanted to see this thing start. How are mm-hmm. Condola and Lawrence faring? Yes, yes. That should have been episode one. And I then totally take it agree. to the other stuff. Because I also want to see where if Molly and Thing were going to mend their little relationship and all that. Uh-huh. They didn't really even get into that. They glossed by it by saying one year later. But that's cool. Anyway, I don't mean to yeah. go back to Insecure. No, Carrie no, no, no. watching romance. <laughs> Like okay, this this is a far fetch, uh, just thing I'm throwing out there. Okay, you know how Molly works at the law firm. We don't get enough of her working at the law firm too. Yeah, but I feel like her and Tori. I feel like something going on there. Like is that I the think, black her like, coworker who kind yeah, of they have a he, little awkward relationship. I, I think he likes her. But or is I he just, just a brown noser who resents her being there? Does he like her? Because be, it was like a little be. weird between them at first. Could be, could be. But then he was like kind of respecting her, you know. After yes, yes, stuff. yes. But you know, I don't know. But I think maybe he might have a thought. I, don't know. I wouldn't mind I don't to know. see we'll something see. develop between them, even though really you shouldn't be dating in the workplace like that when you work that closely. Nah, but nah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Because she really has a hard time. And I wanted to find a good guy. I mean, you know, she has her issues. She's neurotic or whatever, working type A woman. But, you know, we all know Molly. And I have some, we all have a little in ourselves. I just wanted to. And her mama up there trying to bring the deacon on her. Oh, my God. He wasn't even good. (laughs) He wasn't even good. Like, her mother should know better. Like, come on. Stop. Moms don't think about sex appeal. Oh. Mom's gonna be thinking about sex appeal. They need to be like, he a good. They dude. just want you to settle down and give him some grandbabies, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yes, but mm-hmm. anyway, Hallmark this week also had uh, a Christmas treasure with Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks, yeah. mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that? Did I didn't like get to one? see it. I'm watching it this weekend. I'm catching up this weekend. I know there's a whole I'm bunch of stuff. Spoil it for you. Was, it was it good? Pretty good. Okay. It was good, but you know they had really good chemistry. And okay, it was Michael um, Xavier. Yeah, yeah, okay, and you know he's pretty person. good, and so oh, yeah, he, we love him. Yeah, yeah, he had really, really good chemistry with Jordan Sparks, and it it was much more improved than the other one we saw. Uh, okay, you said it was kind of low budget. <laughs> It this was, was definitely bit, the Hallmark yeah. quality. Well, yeah, it was yeah, the Hallmark quality yeah, that we uh-huh. used to. So it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I really really liked it. And then Jordan gave us a little singing. You know what I mean? But okay, good. It was, it was, it was just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, we like um, so, a little bit of that. Mm. Yeah. So you know, she still got a beautiful voice. So yeah. it was it was it was cute. It was cute. Um, okay. I don't want to give the premise away, but I think 
She's running the paper. They 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 open up a a, a time capsule. She's trying okay. to find something from the time capsule, and you know, sparks. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Fly <laughs> between her between her and Michael, the guy's character. Mm-hmm. He was a chef at the restaurant that his okay. aunt owns or whatever. So it's it's cute. It's it's, it's okay. really really cute. It's cute. Good. But this week we have so many yes. movies, you guys, because you Lifetime. So you don't is, miss it. Y'all need to set the DVR so Lifetime and everybody else is kicking off their stuff. So we got Christmas in Harlem with Olivia Washington, which is eleven fourteen. And if you don't know who Olivia Washington is, that is Denzel's baby girl. So that's Denzel's daughter. Okay. Um, on eleven fourteen, um, we have uh, Ice Wine Christmas with Rosalind Sanchez on eleven twelve. We have Picture Perfect Holiday with our girl Tatiana Ali. Yes, on can't wait for that one. Uh, we have one that's coming on GAC Family that's also going to be on Peacock too, um, but it's called Christmas Time is Here with Rakaia Bernard. Um, that's going to be on the 13th as well. And then BET Plus has two, has A Rich Christmas, which actually came out last week. Um, and Soul Santa it comes out 11 11 with David. <laughs> Soul Santa. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be funny. I think it's going to be funny. Um, also, I watched Love Hard on Netflix. Let me tell y'all something. Netflix, y'all ain't got y'all ain't got the Who's chops. Who's Love Hard? I don't <laughs> remember seeing that. Love Hard. So it, it was with uh, Nina Dobrev, who is an actress. She was in a, she was in a lot of like little teen movies or whatever. Uh-huh. And then um, Jimmy O Yang, he was in Crazy Rich Asians, and he's a comedian and stuff was in it so it was about this guy who catfishes this girl okay she shows up to his town and he catfished her with the town hump basically and she sees the town hump falls for him but you know the guy's trying to help her get the get the girl the girl the guy whatever but she has to pretend to be his fiance mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. really starts falling you know she really starts liking his family and stuff and then he has his brother I can't think of that guy's name but he was on Glee Okay. Um, the Asian guy, he's on Glee. Oh, okay. he's so cute too. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, is really type A and ones are very competitive and stuff. And y'all, the ending was not it for me. <laughs> they didn't have no chemistry, no real chemistry. Oh man. But he was so awkward. Oh, you know gosh. what I'm saying? I'm I'm so tired of oh, let me let me get off my soapbox. But I'm just <laughs> so tired yeah. of this trope of Asian men chasing after white girls. Yeah, and being and being so oh I'm so nerdy nobody wants me to. This is yeah, why I that love is, that's a pretty like, common one. Yeah. yeah, I'm so tired of it, and this is why I love people like Ali Wong and some other folks, um, mm-hmm. who are pushing Asian men and other actors to the forefront. They say, hey, they're attractive, they're sexy. Even Issa Rae, you know, yeah. what I'm saying attractive and sexy. You know, they're not just these nerdy, you know, weird type dudes who yeah. sit behind computers and catfish yeah. people. You know, I, I just didn't appreciate it. And there was some there was some cringy jokes. The grandma made like a, a Asian geisha joke. I was like, oh, what? Gosh, I was like, oh really? no. And then one of my homegirls, shout out to my homegirl, uh, uh um Fortune and Jen Trin, who were like, um, did he just make did they just make some Asian stereotype jokes? Uh-huh. I was like, yes, oh, they did. Uh-huh. Yes, they did, and they couldn't sit through as as as, as Asian American women. They could not sit through that movie, so I don't blame them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I um, 
it was cringy. It okay. was really cringy. Okay. But I'm hoping Netflix's other stuff. They have an LGBT movie coming out. They yeah, and all yeah they, last stuff. season they had a few and that was very refreshing. Mm-hmm. So I was And really, you know, they, they always yeah. do good on the princess suite, so that's coming out. Yes. Um but mm-hmm. you know, they have another movie coming out too that's LGBT focused and they have one with Brooke Shields and Carrie Ells from The Princess Bride in mm-hmm. it. So hopefully that'll be good to have like a mature cast. Yeah. Um, but because uh-uh, you know they had some other good ones like Holiday in the Wild with Kristen Davis. Yes, that was cute. Ones. Yeah, but when it comes really to minorities, to mm-hmm. yeah. And then they had they, the one, did you say with Quint, Quint, Kat Graham and Quincy? That was a few years. Yes, ago. that was a nice one. But they've too. always really had nice. a few. Yeah, they've only had you know just a handful. But hopefully they'll they'll do better. But this Let Love Hard was not one of them. Okay. I did not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You cannot thumbs down. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> what it is. Down. Um, yeah. Damn. Um, but in reading romance, um, I want to shout out one of my friends, A.H. Cunningham. Her book dropped soon. Right. A light, a light. Um, I hope you all pick it up. It is a friends to lovers second chance type of um book. It, it features Afro Latinos. Um, she's Panamanian, so there's a lot of Panamanian rep in there and stuff so I think you all will really really enjoy it um it's going to be available November 16th but I got the pre-order and she's sending me a signed copy so I'm just really really excited about her book a lot of my friends are dropping books I'm mm-hmm. praying my time is coming but anyway um but <laughs> then, but her but her book comes out you guys will really enjoy it. it's called a light and I am also digging into my stash of Christmas books um again we will Talk a little bit more about that probably next podcast. We'll have okay. a special guest, a special guest coming on our next podcast. Uh, so we'll be talking about a lot of holiday movies and books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we'll we'll build up to that. We'll let you all know next week who that special guest is going to be. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, that's about it for me. And then mm-hmm. listening romance, um, I want to shout out another podcast. It is called Day Drinking with Authors with Molly Fader. <laughs> so <laughs> Molly actually literally day drinks with authors and just as she I says, love the name of that podcast. That's very, very cute. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, day drinking with authors with Molly Fader where the authors get drunk during the day and they talk books. So um she she talked to some of my favorites. I think she talked to uh Katrina Jackson and some other folks. And mm-hmm. so um you guys, it's a, it's a really cute, cute podcast. I think you all will enjoy it. So shout out to them. But um, that's it. Yakini, you want to say anything else before we go? No, ma'am. Just everybody have a safe week. Enjoy your weekend. Have a wonderful kind of holiday build up because, you know, lots of good movies to watch. And, yes, you know, yes, I know I started, yes. I took down all my fall decorations so this weekend i am trying to do some christmas decorations guys tatiana posted her latest christmas design on her yeah what what is your website teesprings.com it's a mocha piece piece design um i tried to change the name but it wouldn't let me i was Mm -hmm. trying to change to actually romance and color but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't let it won't let let change it but um yeah it's it's um i have two designs up Mm-hmm. Um, one with the iconic kind of Christmas mm-hmm. red truck, mm-hmm. 
and then another one that has like muzz mistletoe muzz the cocoa so cute so i'll be copping mine so yeah yeah you can model them yeah and so yes um we have some designs up so hope you all enjoy those as well but that's it for me have a wonderful and safe weekend everybody yes enjoy all right bye Thank you.